What message have you received so far? What have you heard? Love. Hallelujah. Who's going to love? Who? Pick up your little finger. Remember you lifted it. Remember how unique you are in the whole world that God has created you exactly like you are? Warts and all? Darn, we didn't even get to vote. So God created us unique in delivery and says, go and be my love and light on the world. Go and bring heaven to earth. So who's going to do it? Me. Say it. Me. Me. Who's going to love? Me. Who'd God send to love the world? Me. Who'd God, who did God send to be loved by the world? Now look at your neighbor. Use that finger and poke them. Now poke them a little hard. They may still be half asleep. And tell them, look in the eye and tell them, it's me. It's me. It's me. You remind them after today, when you see them, when you hear them about to go into their complaints, you tell them, like, love me. Pain or peace? Then they'll go into their issues. It's like, <laughs> hold on, hold on. What's another option? What's another option? Peace, joy, serenity, sanity. So think about then when you die, you know, you're going to be laid out somewhere, putting a little jar on somebody's mantle, ever how it goes. Isn't that interesting? We think so much of ourselves, and then when we're dead, we like throw it in a hole. That's fascinating, really, isn't it? Nothing serious going on here. Here it'll lay. Here lies Martha Creek. She had issues. Here lies Martha Creek. She had dramas. Here lies Martha Creek. She had complaints. Like, what does that do to your luminosity dial to hear that? What does that do to your joy meter to think that's what your gravestone may say? What does that do to your soul to think about that is even a possibility? Not much life there. So instead, here lies Martha with complaints, or here lies Martha with contributions. Martha had contributions. Martha made contributions. Here lies Martha instead of dramas. Martha had demonstrations. Martha had dreams and dis demonstrations. Instead of Martha had complaints, contributions, dramas, dreams, demonstrations. Instead of issues, ideas. Ideas, inspiration. So who decides what's going to be written on that gravestone? <laughs> Me. Me. You're right, honey. Amen. You sing it. So this is good news. Now, who's the matter with you? Did she have to go there? You know, 
Who's the matter with you? And how long are you going to stay bound up in that? How long will you leave yourself in bondage to who's the matter with you? Who hurt you? Who shamed you? Who guilted you? Who traumatized you? Who left you? Most of you have, that somebody has left, back there you thought it was the most awful thing that ever happened to you, they left you. Now you're doing a happy dance. You're glad they're gone, good riddance. <laughs> but back there, was it awful? Yes, it was awful. So when we get new understanding, when we get emotional maturity, spiritual maturity, we get a broader view, a broader perspective. It's like, oh my God, God did for me what I couldn't do for myself. So what if we could live into that reality day by day? Then they come and they go. Have you noticed? And then sadness arises and sadness passes. And despair arises and it passes. Our human phenomena, our, human, our humanity, the patterns of our humanity, these feelings, these powerful feelings, these emotions, emotions, energy in motion. So what would it be like to have emotion without emotion having you? What would that be like? To have human emotion, to be in the human phenomena and not be victim to it, to understand it. To accept life on its terms. To accept what I cannot change. Which is what? Some of you haven't suffered enough yet. You still think you can change them? If you could have changed them, they'd be changed, right? Or you can keep efforting at it. 50 more years of effort to change them. After all I've done for you. And call it a life. Or wake up to, oh, I've got one life. One life, one life, one life that's my job. And one life that's my job and it's a full-time job. Mama calls it sweep under your own feet, honey. We heard it from the scriptures, let the one without sin cast the first stone. So we'd live in a different way, applying this. So think about then, let's just see, are you willing to be shame-free? Have you had enough shame to last you the rest of your life? So three of you have. What about the rest of you? <laughs> have you had enough shame to last you the rest of your life? Say it. Yes. Say it. Yes. yes. Now feel it. Feel it. What it would actually be like to be shame-free. That means you have no Velcro. So they're still going to be shaming you. They're going to be heaping out the shame. Just it doesn't stick to you anymore. You understand, you understand the human phenomena. You understand shaming and the effects of shaming. And you see that, oh, I have a choice in this. It hurts me if I take this on. 
It dims my joy meter. It dims my luminosity. So, no thank you. I've had just enough shame to last me the rest of my life. Thank you. Have you had enough guilt to last you the rest of your life? Yes. Say it. Yes. yes. Look around at somebody and say, I've had just enough. I've had just enough of this. I've had enough to last me the rest of my life. Now get a sense of what it would be like to be guilt-free. Isn't this radical? Have you ever even heard of such a thing? Guilt-free? Who? What's she smoking? Who would I be if I wasn't guilty? Well, who would you be? It's a grand question. Who would you be if you weren't guilty? Who would you be if you accepted what I did back there was a reflection of my own consciousness? If I was believing back there what I was believing, I had to do what I did. And if I was believing now what I believed back there, I'd still be doing the same thing. So this work is about freeing ourselves from the BS. Belief system. <laughs> the BS, the BS that binds us, the BS that would taunt us, the BS that would keep us trapped in the drama, in the complaints, in the issues, in the stories that are 100% only, totally 100% false. And call it a life. Instead of using these tools and education and, and, and ways and means that we have to go into that BS to question it through self-realization, through God-realization. There's another way. There's another way. And don't believe me. Because until you test this out for yourself, it's just a theory. And have you had enough theory to last you the rest of your life too? So until this is applied, until this is integrated, it's just crazy creek woman, blah, blah, blah. So until you actually say, wow, I have some motivation to live a freer life. I have a motivation to shift out of this complaining into contributing and out of these dramas into demonstrations and out of these issues into ideas and inspiration, that sounds like a more interesting life to me. That I'm motivated to go in that direction. And the allure is great, isn't it? Do you see the way she looked at you? <laughs> After all I've done for her. Now that I think about it, she didn't remember my birthday either. Traffic should flow. Look at me stuck in traffic. I know very good and well traffic should flow. People, people shouldn't lie. That's just wrong for people to lie. You know what I mean? Guess how I know. <laughs> so with all that allure, how to keep a little space between that insanity, that evil mind, 
that error thinking and what's another option for me? So as I question what I formerly believed, see that it's false, see the consequences of one thought on my life and what it would be like if I was free of that thought, what that would be like. And then a light dawns, a new day dawns. There is another way. So close your eyes a minute. And if you've ever been unkind to anybody or any animal, raise your hand. If you've ever been unkind, raise your hand. Keep them up a minute. For those of you that your hands are not up yet, go ahead and put them up. Just pretend. (laughs) I'm psychic. I forgot to tell you that. Yeah. Guess how I know you've been unkind? Because it's part of the human phenomena. We're kind and unkind. Now look around at the hands that are up. Welcome to humanity. Now, if you think unkindness is wrong and people shouldn't be unkind, what's the effects of believing that thought on you? Shame, guilt, what else? Anger, righteousness, hate. Retaliation, vengeance, oppression. Does that sound like the world we pray and sing that we want to create? No. So it's either we come out of this, we come out of this one thought at a time, or we march into the next 2,000 years bringing the last 2,000 with us. A world with hate, a world with vengeance, with oppression, with irritation, frustration. All because we believed one little four-letter word about kind. That's the power of this thing. And this is the power of us to question it. So how do you treat her, him, whoever was unkind to you? How do you treat them when you believe they're unkind? We'll call this section True Confessions. (laughs) how do you treat them when you're believing that they're gonna that they're unkind to you unkindly does this does this sound like sanity we claim we want a world of kindness while we're perpetuating in the world the very thing we claim we want to end loco And until we intervene, until we go in there and pull these concepts out and look at the consequences and sense the difference of what that one little concept would do for my life, we're in bondage. Slaves. The prison of the mind we're in is the only prison. The prison of your own mind. And the door is wide open. How long will you sit there in that prison? So there's a way out. Guess who holds the ticket to your freedom? Say it out loud. 
I hold the ticket to my freedom. I hold the ticket to my freedom. Turn to somebody and say it. I hold the ticket to my freedom. I hold the ticket to my own freedom. So this afternoon's workshop is at 1.30. Where's the chapel? Uh, at the Cameron House. Find it. <laughs> if you have plans, cancel them. And you can tell whoever you're canceling with, my freedom depends on this. It's a new day. Today's the day. Some day has come. Some day is today. This is a few hours of an entire life that I'm going to dedicate to liberating myself. It's not for my sake, people. If I could free you, you would already be free. So I'll be over there freeing me, finishing what's left. You're welcome to come and join me. Finish you off. It's a good day to die. It's such a good day to die. It's a new day. It's a new day. So I invite you to come. And I want to really acknowledge you here at Unity of the Bay, Unity on the Bay. I'm telling you, you are miracle workers. Do you have a sense of that? That you are miracle workers? Like turn to somebody and say, we're miracle workers. I'm a miracle worker. You are a thriving ministry in a time where ministries are going the other way. In a time where across the, the whole of church, it's like the shrinkage one, it's like you're full, alive, vital, serving, knowing God, loving God. It's outstanding. I love your board and staff to stand up. Are you here? Board and staff? Board and staff, anybody? Now, this is acknowledgement. Jason's back there in the audiovisual. Look at these people. Their dedication and commitment to you was demonstrated for, with five or six hours of additional work on their days off. Friday night and all day yesterday from 9 to 5, they took pure torment from me. You know, they call me a mentor and a tormentor. <laughs> so I hope this morning has tormented you, that it's awakened you in some way, that it's challenged you to wake up to another option for yourself, and that you hold the ticket. And that you have a ministry here in, in, in ways beyond what we can see that is serving you to live this out. And then I believe as you're able to do this, then unity as a movement does what it says it's going to do too. Which is to create a new world. To create a world that works for all. Let peace Begin with me, not just in theory, not just in song. I also want to acknowledge Reverend Chris Jackson, and I know he's a mentor for some of you and a tormentor for some of you. That's normal, that's natural. You know, we like what we like, we don't like what we like. But I can tell you from the broad spectrum of what I see in ministry, you've got a gem. Now, you may not have realized it, but <laughs> bravo. So anybody that's got the stamina, the resilience, <laughs> the, the call, the faith to step in, to step in, to step in, and step in again, and then march himself across town and crawl up on a pride wagon somewhere <laughs> with half of your choir today. So, and his good sense to invite consultation to open the staff and board to make a provision for that is wise indeed. 
wise indeed. So it's, it's an, more attributes of, of, a, of an enlightened leader, actually. So bravo and blessings to him and them and everybody that's over there serving the world in a way that um, speaks of equality and uh, loving, loving humanity, not loving who agrees with us. And I'll be here um, hanging around if I can serve you in any way. I'm delighted to do that. And I'd love you, of course, to come to the workshop for your own sake. And they've, they've, they have plans to have me back. So you'd want to read the bulletin. So if this doesn't resonate with you, you'll go to the beach that day or something like that. Um, <laughs> um, get a sense of who you would be, free of shame, free of guilt, and free of reacting to anybody in the world's unkindness. Being kindness instead of judging somebody else's unkindness. Get a sense of what it would be like. So then when it says they should be kind, what's the reality? I should be kind. That's the fast track to freedom, the fast track to liberation. I invite you to it. All love to you. Blessings in all ways and always. Love to you.